Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. My heart skips skipping the beach, you're not close enough, so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You're still your car without thinking twice. Stop the party, hide your shit. Believe this in the house tonight. Whoa! Before we go here, I just got a couple of announcements, man. Okay, man. Next week, Pasadena Ice House sold out, man. Sold out. There ain't no more tickets, man. Sorry. Sold out, people. That's what happened when you booked me later on in life. Um, November. Pleasant and Tommy T's. I'll be there with Mando. Armando Cusillo, our guest right now, I'll be at Tommy T's. Yeah, I'll be hanging out with you. Yeah, guys. man. In our Central California, Holtville, California. At Barbara Worth Resort, I'll be there with both Rodrigo Torres and Armando Cosillo. And later on, after the show, I'll be going to the Raider game. These guys will be going home. <laughs> and um, Fort Myers in Florida at Off the Hook Comedy Club. It'll be in November also. So what's up, fool? What's up, Rodrigo, man? Chilling right here in Glendale, dog. We just got back from San Antonio. Hell yeah, dude. It was tight, fool. Did you have fun over there? Yeah, man. Lots of fun, man. Just stop by to say hello, man. Well, listen to our guests, man, so you can just join us. We have Pops over here, Armando Cosillo Jr. Yeah, what's up, fool? You guys know this fool, man? We, be, we go way back, huh, fool? Yeah, you got it, bro. <laughs> so we go so far back, my girlfriend left me. Oh, damn. She wasn't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, that's Pops, man. His first closer. Eh? His first closer, man. You ever you watch Que Loco? That fool was on it, man. Or local comedy jam. 
Local comedy jam man. This guy got a flip of a coin and he won. And we have a, a OG right here, man, my old pal. What's I know up? this guy since, man, <laughs> when I had short hair. Go back. It's, uh, this guy goes way back, man. Armando Corsillo. You were in a baseball cap. Yeah, man. That was my Albert career fish days. We have Armando Corsillo right here, man. All the way from Elysian Valley, from Frogtown. Not the gang, just the neighborhood. And we have Rodrigo Torres right here, man. So you guys don't know this, man. A lot of you guys been asked. Man, I've seen your guys' comments. What's the origin of Rodrigo Torres? The so, origin. Where, where did the food come from? Where that crazy laugh? So, we're not gonna get to that yet, man. But we're gonna tell you where he's from right now. Uh, currently, you know, like if you guys know Rodrigo Torres' material, man, this fool kills roaches by day, man. He's an exterminator and. Um, well, introduce your the people you're with, bro. Right here, the main crew, man. Right here, I met Mondo in 2001 through Felipe. Yeah, man. Before I met you, I seen you on stage. You're a wild coyote. It's called Tortillas. And Felipe gave you the light after like three or four minutes, and you're on stage going, Este vato. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Rod- I remember those lights. They weren't even lights. They were coffee cans <laughs> with cement and a cable hanging down and painted with fluorescent color, like fluorescent green and pink or whatever. And all these biker dudes there. Just looking at us like I didn't even know they were bikers. They didn't have bike. They all came in a van. They all got off the. <laughs> and you were wearing the flaco hat. <laughs> yeah, man, we're here with that like, cucaracha. They're trying to get rid of Ebola in Glendale. <laughs> and you're wearing shorts. Te estoy viendo las ebolas, cabrón. <laughs> it already started, dog. Yeah, man. We don't have no no sponsors, so it ain't gonna take that long. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to be a sponsor, bro. We'll call a sponsor no, of Cucaracha right here, no bro. No commercials yet. No commercials yet. No ads. Just every once in a while, man, somebody gives us a t-shirt and they want to plug. I say, yeah, man, thanks for that t-shirt, bro. I gave it to my uncle. People always give you, sometimes they give you whack-ass t-shirts, man. You want to take them and go, okay, thank you, man. That's good. It'd be better if people gave socks off. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, I just decorated your couch. It's all right, bro. We got a dust devil here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Rodrigo and um, Armando Cusillo and Pop, they all work together, man, the uh, exterminating business. And they, 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 they also perform in the evening. They do a lot of comedy shows. Rodrigo's an actor. Pop, you've been acting, right? Yeah, I did a couple of shows, a couple of movies. I was in that Heartbreak Kid, an extra. Oh, yeah? The I one run, with um running from the immigration. Oh. I can run. So I just walked away. <laughs> you crawled away, bro. Yeah. <laughs> My homie the crab. So you didn't make the credits because they, they exploded. Nah. <laughs> you exploded? Yeah. Well no, I just walked off camera. You walked off camera, bro. We gotta get you on Pornhub dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot off camera. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, man, so Rodrigo, uh, uh, Armando Cosillo, how did you get started in stand-up comedy? Let the people know, bro. Well, you know what? When you I, first I, got started. The first time I got started was back in 93, and it was uh, a friend of mine, Emilio Rivera. What's up, Holmes? From yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. is uh, Alvarez, I guess. he. Uh, you, you guys see him all over the place. If you see Emilio, you'll know him. Yeah, man. But, to be my uh, neighbor, bro. Yeah, yeah, and Emilio was there from the... We lived in the same neighborhood, man. You, you, you and I also. If you guys don't know who Armando is... 
You got better, you got gonna hear that story on um, the champs with Neil Brennan and Moshe Kasher, and it's on the episode two. And this is the guy that said uh, he saw me river dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, where's so, Felipe? He's river dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Felipe was going through, through uh, some trying times back then. Man, I, remember, I remember that Montero man. That thing, that thing was a bulldozer. He thought he was in a, uh, one of those figure eight races, just ramming the hell out of some car one time. <laughs> I think I killed her. <laughs> I killed two people, dog. <laughs> Yeah. So so anyway, but uh, yeah, Emilio Rivera. He um, he we, he grew up with my brother. So we, we live in the same your older brother, my younger brother. Yeah, Emilio's about fifty. I'm about fifty eight now. Damn. Yeah. I remember when you turned forty. You remember? I just started doing comedy when I was thirty. Yeah. You know, looking good. Yeah. Well, you know, black don't crack. I found out it's part black now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny because my, my my sister went to Mexico, saw a photo of my uh, grandfather, and uh, we never met our grandfather, right? So uh, she sees this photo, she comes back, and and she wants to tell me that we're black. So she goes, "I saw a picture of our grandpa. He's a nigger." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? He's a nigger. What do you mean? He looks like Obama. <laughs> yeah. So he's dark. No, I looked at the photo. I go, uh, sis, this is a black and white photo. This is how they used to take photos back in the day, was black and white. He's not black. It's just black and white. <laughs> no, he, he looked like a Mexican. He was in a baseball uniform that said Mexico, and he was a ball player. So uh, I don't know. They say his, uh, his, his parents were descended from Africa somewhere. So who knows, you know. That's funny you say that because I have an uncle named Eugenio. And he's black, like his nose, he has African features. Mm-hmm. And then we know where he come from, you know, his wife is light-skinned black. And I always wonder, man, did like a slave ship crash in Mexico? Oh, there was a lot of slavery in, in Mexico. No, but I read that, but where they were at. But they let him go. They let him go, right? Because I know in uh, some part of Mexico, they do have like a little African town where most of the streets are African. In Acapulco, yeah. no? Well, I don't know about Acapulco, but I, I know... Uh, um, there's pockets of them. Yeah, there's there's pockets. There was one slave ship that actually they got it crashed in the or these people got away from the slave ship and started their own little colony in uh, near Veracruz. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, I guess they still have their customs and cultures there, and they kind of kept their own little. You know, they were all Africans in a new country, and yeah, and you know, okay. you could hear the jungle. You could just hear. But um, a lot of brothers tap dancing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess there was a lot of slavery back in back in the day. You know, that's, that's where everybody came in through, through the Caribbean, and then. So you Cuba were born in that. Mexico, or I was or? born in Tijuana, Mexico. Uh, snuck in fair and square, like you say. How, how did you snuck in fair and square, though? Because <laughs> I was a kid. My parents just drove me under the cross. dress. They hid no, you under a dress. No, How'd you no, do no, it? No, no, they just back then they didn't even check that. Hey, is it true? All you had to say was you're an American citizen. And my the way my mom said, "Diles que eres American city," so I said San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> is it no, true? They, yeah. Back then, like, when you were coming in, that was easier to come in. Like, nobody really sweated that much. Yeah. And you could just tell the Border Patrol, I'm going to Disneyland, and they let you in. Pretty much, it was a lot easier uh, I, if you spoke fluent English. 
oh. you know, if, if they could just, they'd kind of go based it on that. If you're a kid, you come with your parents. Your parents were legal. I wasn't, but my parents were. And uh, everybody else in the family was born here. I was the only one that was born over there, me and, and my older brother. So, uh, you know, if they checked, everybody was legal. I was the only one that wasn't legal. So, And I was the oldest, and I spoke fluent English. So, like, hey, American citizen, where do you go to school? Oh, I go to, uh, you know, I go to Irving, Washington Irving Junior High and or Marshall Junior you know, High School or whatever. So it, it was it was easier. I could talk. And, and I was raised here, so I didn't think, you know, I I, I, I was raised here. So I'm I'm from L.A. I'm, that's me, you know. So. so you grew up in Chinatown? Yeah, Chino Hills, the hills above China. <laughs> yeah, Echo Park. Echo Park first was the first hood you lived at. at not, yeah, Echo not Park, a, right, right at the bo- the border with Frogtown. Where's that at? The hill, right? Oh, the, the hill. hill. Yeah, so yeah, Angeles. We, we, we no? call it the Alessandro, hill. Man. Yeah, Alessandro, right there, Alessandro and Riverside Drive up on top. It's still considered Echo Park by the Spanish restaurant. Uh, yeah, 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 but a little further north. But yeah, that's, that's we grew up on the hill there. So you, you have a big family. Yeah, we had uh, seven brothers and sisters, a two-bedroom house. Damn, uh, a lot of fights. Yeah, especially at night. It was like going to bed at night was kind of fun because you know the lights <laughs> would go off, and Battle the minute Royale. the light, yeah, I mean it's a two-bedroom house. All the boys slept in one room. The girls slept with my mom, you know, and my dad. I don't know where he slept, but he wasn't home. <laughs> <laughs> he was out on the road somewhere. <laughs> he would get home, party, and then take off, and, and you know, just leave mom with the kids. But uh, yeah, the lights would go off, and all of a sudden, it was a free for all. Shoes would start flying. It's like, and, that, and you knew the light, they're going to turn off the light. The last one is to turn off the lights. Everybody reach down and grab a shoe, or you might grab your brother's foot because there's so many of us in there. And all of a sudden, we started flinging shoes till somebody cried. <laughs> and then, then that's when your parents would come in. Who's crying? What, what, what happened? And they come in with the belt, and then all of a sudden, everybody's saints were all quiet. You know, she'd leave, and then the lights are off, and then it starts right over again. <laughs> so this is the Nickel Park, what, like in the seventies? Yeah, this is in the sixties, seventies. So you went to Echo. You went to your first school was Marshall. No, my the elementary school I went to was Alessandro. Alessandro, which back then was, uh, I mean, it's still there, but it was basically a walk down the hill about two blocks, and you know, you back then we used to walk to school. You know, nobody would drive us. <laughs> you know, you, you don't have uh, there was no parking lot. There was no parking lot. There was like twenty thousand people dropping off their fucking kids at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the park on Riverside Drive. You go by there now, and there's nowhere to park because all these people are dropping off their kids. When we used to go to school, there was plenty of parking. There were no cars there. You just walked to school, and you were there. And then if you want to come we were home for up lunch, a pony. No, if you want to come <laughs> home for lunch, you didn't even have to check out. You just go home, eat your lunch, come they back. Trusted you, huh? Yeah. I'd go home, I'd watch uh, Sheriff John, Lunch Brigade, put another candle on my birthday cake, I'm another year old today. That's an old ass show, That's huh? That's an old ass show, man. What's it Sheriff called again? Town. Sheriff John. Right? Sheriff John, people, Google that, man. Yeah, get back at us. get back then and see Sheriff John. <laughs> right before the Hobo Kelly got famous. 
Hobo Kelly, man. Hobo Kelly, man. She had these big glasses. She could look out there and she see all these kids that have white names. I can see Jennifer and Judy and Paul. I'm right here in front of the TV. I'm right here. And she wouldn't say, aquí estoy, chingao. They wouldn't she say, never I said, see Armando or Jose. She never said no. Mando. No, she only saw people with names they could pronounce. I never liked my name when I was a kid. Cause Armando? Yeah, because I could never find those little license plates or stickers or anything. No. No, it's about that. I gotta get. Why didn't call me Frank or something? You know, <laughs> or Bill. There's plenty of bills, huh? Frank. Yeah, you go to I, a little I'm tag. glad they didn't name me Frank because Frank in Spanish is Pancho, <laughs> and Frank in German is hot dog. Oh, a Frankfurter man. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a Frankfurter man. <laughs> so that's a L.A. seventies. 60s? The 60s. When in uh, the Hillside Strangler, you guys live by that side. Yeah, too. yeah. My so your neighbor, right? You no, know, my, uh, my neighbor uh, down the street, about three houses down, she was the last, one of the last victims. She was like the 13th victim. Damn. Damn. The, uh, Were you scared? Yeah, the Hillside Strangler, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. You, you you I'm too age. heavy, man. You kill me, man. You just stab me 19,000 yeah, no, times. Well, you didn't know what was going on, you know. You don't know what was going on. They were finding, it wasn't like they were the, finding they were, bodies. They are like, oh, man, is this guy just like stabbing women or choking people? What, what, what the hell is he doing, you know? But uh, they have turns out they were from Frogtown. Really? Yeah, it was uh, Kenneth Bianchi and um, Angelo Bono. Angelo Bono. Yeah, and the Bonos, we know. We, I know their their sons, Louis Bono, and and his little brother Angelo. Nice guys, very nice guys. But his dad, I guess Kenneth Bianchi, the 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 cousin, was the one that was like the perpetrator and kind of got him involved. But they used to have like a body shop, not a body shop, postery shop here in Glendale. And uh, I guess uh, that's kind of where they found some of their victims. But a couple of the first victims were there from Frogtown. A couple of girls. And they were they were killed, and they were left right off of Riverside Drive. There's a little park there now, but um, it's between Stadium Way, Riverside Drive, and before Alessandro up in the hillside. They had dumped the bodies up there, and we lived just just around the corner from there. You know, just go up the hill and over, and you're, you were in our neighborhood. And they'd found a couple bodies up the street up uh, Alessandro there. So they're, they're always dumping bodies out there. And it was I don't know. It's how scared were people back then? Like kids, did they know about it? Like now, you no know, kids. Didn't now, now they, they would. Everybody would know. Everybody hashtagging. Kids, oh no, kids, man. Back then, it's like you got up in the morning, and you tried to get to that bowl of cereal before all your brothers and sisters. Because remember, there's seven brothers and I hate sisters. That shit. Yeah, <laughs> and you always wanted that prize that you saw on TV in the cereal box, and you couldn't get to it because everybody else, somebody yeah. else, was already at the table getting the prize. Like, oh man, thirteen fools. You, you know what? There was because. My mom had seven kids. My aunt, her twin, had eight kids. And they were always together because they were like twins. So they were always coming and visiting, you know. And they lived over the projects in Ramona. So they would come and visit or we'd ride our bikes over and go visit them, you know. So That's a lot of Cheerios, man. Man. That's a, remember that big bucket of, of peanut butter that was said USDA choice yeah. on it from, from the welfare department? Yeah, that's, man. That's a big-ass jar. That's a big bucket of peanut butter. Yeah, we had that one in the cabinet. You know, my aunt would say, no, my dear, I don't peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and and we didn't even have bread, man. I remember my co- my my cousin would get like a big spoon just and just stick it in his mouth, walk around like a lollipop, you know. One side stainless steel, the other side peanut butter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, when you were a kid, you'd get up and and go out and play. You know, we lived on a hillside, so all we did was 
just go out and find stuff to do or find all the kids in the neighborhood and do we weren't scared of this or that the only thing we were scared of is when it got dark and you saw that your dad was coming home and he was driving up because we could look at the next block on, on Alice and say, oh shit dad's coming I gotta go guys I gotta go I can't play freeze tag anymore and everybody would run home man you'd get home before your dad got home and he'd be there all sweaty like yeah yeah what's for dinner you know we're, we're ready to eat yeah man when I was a kid man I used to stay home out late man I used to I don't care they I beat my ass I don't want time I got an ass beating man like we used to go swimming at Pecan Park in Boyle Heights on first and First and first and um, forgot the name of the Pecan. street. First and Pecan, yeah. yes. There was a Pecan Park there, man. And every time after they closed, somebody would have boat cutters and they would just bust open that lock, and then everybody's in that swimming pool like Caddyshack. <laughs> I mean, we used to go crazy. That's the only time you could go in that swimming pool with cutoffs. Yeah. And my mom beat our ass for going swimming because I told my brother that, yeah, my mom said it's cool, man. We can go swimming. And it's like 1130 at night, summer, Friday night. There's people are shooting outside. And my mom's all paranoid. Man, she kicked our ass all the way home, man. <laughs> Everybody saw. And you didn't even have a towel. You're dripping no, wet. No, wet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts more, doesn't it? Yeah. Parents used to like try and find things that would like beat the hell out of you and torture you with it, like a wet leather belt. A wet leather a belt. A wet leather belt. That shit hurts. You got hit with a leather, leather belt? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, I was swimming too in the river though. Damn. <laughs> a wet sw- leather belt. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost as bad as as a as a a wire hanger or the extension cord. Oh, yeah, my dad was strong, bro. He to beat me with a fucking washing machine hose. Eh? <laughs> it would make noise when he spun it. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes a spin circle. <laughs> it was permanently pressed on your butt after that. So what happened when you, when, when you during like when they found the hillside strangler? Were you surprised it was your neighbor? No, I I I. I uh, we just found out that she was uh, basically, I guess they, she went in, from what I remember, she went in to get something done at the upholstery shop. And then they started, like, flirting with her, talking oh, yeah. to her. And then next thing we know is, is they're recovering her Volkswagen from Angeles Crest off of Angeles Crest Highway. I guess they had killed her, dumped the body over there, and, and just threw the car down down the hill or something. So... Uh, they retrieved it then, and it was like, "Wow, man, you got Cindy." You know, and it was uh, Cindy, she was white? Cindy Huspick. Yeah, she was white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was she a prostitute or just a regular girl? No, she was just a kid. I mean, she, at that 14, time, huh? no, at that time she was about. I want to say she was eighteen, nineteen. She was a little younger than I was. Damn. And uh, she, she was kind of starting to live out on her own, starting her life, and and uh, it's funny because her mom was like a single parent back then, but she was like that. She looked like a wild uh, biker chick, you know, but she always had like okay, a, lead off a twitch, you know. I don't know, but, I don't, but it, like, like, like she was on meth or or, or crack or, or speed or something. She hit a bad like, batch one time. Yeah, a no, white, but she a was white like, chick on PCP. You're like, yeah, yeah and some of the guys she had twitch. were, were kind of because she had all these different guys that would stay with her. And I, I remember one time we were drinking with one of them. This is we were older. We were down yeah, Larry from Motorhead was there. No, this dude was, he's drinking with us, right? And he's a trucker. But he'd been in the Vietnam War. So somebody drove by and started shooting. Damn. You know, it was a drive by. Fucking strawberry. Everybody hit the ground except this guy. He turns and he, and he makes his, 
he makes this motion with his arm like he has a gun and he's firing back. And Pops is dying. I don't know about what he did, but. No, because you say, you hang it out with the world veteran, and I said, fucking strawberry went crazy. And then Pops were here laughing. Uh, From up in smoke. Yeah. Uh, so don't look on. at his neck, man. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> we're going to need some oxygen right now. So, what happened, man, with the Ranger? What Ranger? That, that Vietnam vet in the oh. sector. <laughs> I thought you had. I, I thought you drove a Montero. <laughs> no, he turned around and pretended he was firing back. He didn't have. A, he didn't have a gun. But oh my god! He, but his, re, his reaction was because he'd been in the war with the turn to start firing. So he turns and he's firing an air, like an air guitar. But this guy had an air gun and he's firing back. I, I, we're like everybody's on the ground. Like what the fuck you doing? Goes, I don't know, dude. I just started fighting back when I saw the flash. I started fighting fire, back. firing back. Meanwhile, he's squaring fucking ketchup with somebody. Eh? I'm like, it's a fighting cause, man. Yeah, all right, man. Damn. Next time, give that man a broom. <laughs> <laughs> give him the escopeta. Sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and I'm, you know, thinking back, man, you know, when you're a kid, you, you miss getting killed quite a bit and you don't never realize it. Hell no. Never realize it, man. I know we would, uh, we would ride down this hill that we call it Kelly's Hill because my friend Kelly used to live on it, right? <laughs> it Kelly's Hill. I'm Kelly's a, Hill. I'm a simpleton, man. Yeah, we would ride our bikes down, but you had to go across the street called Whitmore. And there was a lot of traffic because a lot of people would go to the Dodger game through there, right? So we would have. One of the kids at the bottom and kind of direct traffic and then wave at you. Okay, it's clear. Come on down. And you just pedal your ass down this hill. Go as fast as you can and go across the intersection and go all the way up to the other block. And you'd make it up part of the way up the hill towards our house. But sometimes these kids would like, okay, go, go. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. But you're already coming down the hill. So it's like, bam. <laughs> and And... Kids would make fun of the other kids. Ah, oh, Jeffrey didn't make the turn. Jeffrey didn't make the turn. <laughs> Fuck you, Douglas. <laughs> Doug- Douglas. <laughs> Douglas. Well, I, I grew up with a bunch of kids that were either Irish or or uh, or they were they were white or you know Kelly Connor. It's a little white kid back then, huh? Yeah, you know it was uh, Michael Kerr. Well, he was half Mexican. Michael Kerr and. Uh, Douglas McLeod and Jeffrey McLeod. Damn. Douglas McLeod, he was one of those guys that he was proud that he was had some German descent in him. And he uh, he was, oh, I love German stuff. It's all, you know, precise mechanisms. And the, he would fix our bikes. Was right? he fat? Nah, he was tall and lanky. So they nicknamed him the Lanky Hog. <laughs> <laughs> and he had this wiry hair that almost looked like an afro. And, and uh, hey, yeah, yeah, and he would fix our bikes, and he was so precise. Oh no, this is shit. You need good brakes, you know. And he'd be very precise till he lost his temper because he couldn't get a screw on. <laughs> You're there, hey Doug. I brought my bike, man. You think you put the brakes on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, look, you need a Schwinn sticker on your bike. I have some, and he'd, he'd sell you a Schwinn sticker and fix up your bike. Oh no, we'll paint it candy apple. You know the, it's an orange crate bike, so you got to get an orange crate. PK Ripper. Yeah, dude, and, and he's fixing up your bike, and then something goes wrong, and he fucking his temper, his temper just flares. I'm fucking shit, goddammit, and tears your bike up and throws it off the porch. <laughs> Where is the <laughs> no, like, what happened? It's fucking American parts. It shouldn't be like German parts. They're like, shut the fuck up, man. You fix my bike. <laughs> and then he's apologizing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I lost my temper. I'll fix your bike. I got another set of brakes over there. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, he's he's uh, he's still Should around. He owns a mechanic shop down on yeah. Silver Lake. Yeah, that's the one over there across the street from Seven Eleven. That's the one, dude. That one right there, the the auto shop. He has a lot of old cars, right? Yeah, yeah. And you look at a big his tall dad white used to guy. own that too, right? You told me no, one time. No, his dad worked for uh, the county. So that's your friend. Parks. So through that bike. Yeah, that's Douglas McLeod. He, Douglas McLeod. He, he owns that shop. He does He does some work there, and then he works for the city at the airport. It's funny because I, the only reason I know that mechanic shop because you know Ivan, right? Yeah, Gabriel's assistant. He was he was all stolen one time, and they had just they were taking one of those cars out to test it out. You know, like they had just fixed it, and they were revving the engine, and um, Ivan ran into that fucking car, man. <laughs> Did Douglas pick up the car and throw it off the porch? (laughs) Yeah, he did, bro. He left it in the front, bro, to let everybody know. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. that's his place there. So you grew up with a lot of Irish guys, not that many Mexican guys. No, there was uh, the Rodriguez's down the street. Um, You know, they they were down the street. Then Eddie Martinez up the street. He was Puerto Rican. And then uh, I remember the first time we had a black kid in our neighborhood. That was a surprise because we didn't, we didn't, never seen a black kid. So, uh, we're like, hey, what's your name? Dominic. All right, Dominic. You know, Dominic moved in the neighborhood, and and we let him play chase with us. You guys ever play chase? Chase, like, like chase runaway like teams, right? Or teams? A team, you know, your team, their team, and you play hide and seek. So you hide. And five against five. Yeah, but we would do it on our block on North Alvarado and Whitmore. And you could hide under houses. You could hide on the roofs. You could hide in yards and trees, and we did. And People would come out, what are you doing on my roof? Go to the park and play. We pay taxes so you could go play over there. Ah, oh, shut up, Mr. George. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Amanda told you. Yeah, here. so we would, we, oh, Mr. George was a trip because yeah. Wednesdays he'd give uh, uh, candies. Huh? Pop, Pops remembers. <laughs> Pops all, yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. He would give out candy. Well, what would he say on Wednesdays? Wednesday, uh, kitty cat day. Yeah. Kitty cat day. Wednesday, kitty cat day. <laughs> Kit Kat, no, no Snickers, no Snickers, Kit Kat. As you can see, uh, 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 Armando grew up with his son. <laughs> no, Mr. George was there when they were kids. They were doing the same thing we used to do: is ride our bikes up and down. Yeah. You know, Kelly Hill. Yeah, he came down Kelly's Hill. You know, actually, Pops had an accident. He actually hit one of the cars coming down, and and and. But his, this was on Alessandro. Yeah, this was a block over that is where he got his, yeah. his brain injury from getting well, hit by a by a car. But that was. That was a whole different thing. Yeah. He was on the back of a bicycle. A, a bicycle or a motor, motorbike? motorcycle? No, it was a motorcycle. So what, when was this happen, Pops? Back in 1996. How old were you? 11. Did you remember it like it was yesterday or you forgot about it? I forgot. I just remember turning turning down the hill and everything went blank. Who was it, a drunk driver? Was it a drunk driver? No. No, no this lady ran a stop sign. There's an old lady, and, and if you go up uh, Alessandro and Whitmore, there's a stop sign there now. There's a, a four-way stop. There wasn't a four-way stop. They could have sued the city. Yeah, we tried. We tried to sue everybody we could, you know. <laughs> Fucking ass. You know, he, he, he... There was no stop sign. There was a stop sign now because nah, of Pops? It was just one. Nah, it it's took, called it, a Pop Stops. It took about 15 years to get a Damn. stop sign. Yeah. There. Yeah, but... Um, now... Basically, he was coming uh, to his little league game. Pops was an all-star baseball player, and yeah, I, was wait, I was waiting for him at Kicking the park. I was working balls. Fucking Ron Say over here. That's it. we <laughs> know. Back in the day, that was it. Yeah, back in that era. Yeah. You were coaching that little league team. Yeah, I was, I was coaching. I was going to meet him down there at the park. I used to work at Paramount Pest Control, which is Riverside in Alessandro, and. Um, 
I was there and I heard the ambulances and the fire department going by. Well, what, apparently he was coming with my brother-in-law on the back of a motorcycle. And as they were coming down, this lady made a left-hand turn in front of them. And they plowed right into her. So they T-boned the lady. Pops flew about 20, 30 feet. In the air? In the air without a helmet. And Whoa. That was before helmet law than anything. Yeah. Huh? yeah. So he hit his head. And, and when, you know, um, I was at the park waiting. And this lady drives up says, where's Pops' dad? Who's Pops' dad? I go, it's me. Well, what, what happened? Because your son's been in an accident and he's dying. I'm like, damn, damn, you you want something? Damn, to, to, man. Yeah. So we drive up there. She goes, come on, I'll give you a ride. I'll show you. Where so I get up there, and here he is, you know, with paramedics there, and and he's, blood everywhere. No, 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 not a lot of blood, but uh, uh-huh. he was unconscious, and then he was having a little difficulty breathing. He had broken his collarbone. Put me in, coach. And uh, no, you know, he was wearing knee pads. He's got a mask. You were you were catcher. Nah. Third base. Third base, but you were wearing knee pads because of the game? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. You want the, the fuck you want that body hit you the kneecap, dog. Uh, I would no. dive at the line, right? <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Deep down dirt, bro. Hell yeah. I wasn't scared to get dirty. So you you got to be like a real dude to play third base in Little yeah. League, man. Because I, I, they put my status in right field, bro. Charlie Hustle. They even give me a left-handed glove because there's they nothing going on over there. No, they, that's always where they stick together. You're going to right field. <laughs> Oh, Hell yeah, Pop. Hell yeah. And the yeah. kids in right field are the ones that are always looking at the daisies or the flowers and just. <laughs> Third base, asleep. man, you got to be alert. So, what happened, man, after the lady hit him? Uh, you know, we went, I got in the ambulance with him, and uh, he went to LA County, uh, you know, uh, their, their trauma center down there, and uh, we spent like three months. He was in a coma. So we Damn, spent, we, two months. we lived at the hospital for I took my two week vacation there in the lobby cuz that's the only time I had left so I went there and you know he he just trying to recoup so they said well we took don't know a snap Yeah what you what was going through your mind you don't remember anything that coma remember. you didn't dream No You didn't dream of anything That's crazy I'm not that enough You were like uh, Christopher on uh, the Sopranos <laughs> you see nothing on the other side Yeah Yep, that's it. And now, man, I just remember waking up and seeing the light when I would go back for um, my therapy, I guess. But that's about it. But no, I don't he's, remember He's come a long else. way because he's basically told us he's a vegetable. You know, we could either warehouse him in a in a in a like a in a trauma center. Like, well, no, not the trauma center, but the, in a like a Rancho like Los Amigos. Oh, you went to Rancho Los Amigos. He couldn't too? even Downing? qualify for that. No, no we we're trying to get him in there to to get that's rehab. That's the place that Muhammad Ali qualify. went to. Yeah, that's funny, man. This is how sad things are here, because this guy gets hit by a drunk driver or a, a woman, and he can't get into Rancho Los Amigos. Now let me tell you, my brother got shot three times. They accepted him. <laughs> he well, got shot three times by the sheriff. He got shot in the head, too, though. Wow. And um, he has a little bit of chip, but my brother was in Rancho Los Amigos, too, for head injury, brain surgery. That's yeah. probably the best brain surgery place. No, in the- it was, and, and we wanted the yeah. best. We wanted him what to- happened? They didn't let you win? No, he couldn't qualify because he couldn't react. They tell him, okay, oh. move your hand, move this, but he was still like half comatose, you know. So they said, well, you can either take him home or you can put him in a in a convalescent home and he can stay there. And, and so hell, we're taking him home. What the hell? You know, we're, we're taking him home. And it, the day we took him home, he started to react. And uh, he went from wearing a diaper and not being able to roll over because we had to get like a special bed 
And every two hours, we had to turn them on his side so he wouldn't get bed sores. So all night, we would take turns. You know, okay, you turn him. You turn him over. Change his diaper. Feed him. We had to feed him with a feeding tube. Uh, so basically, he went from just laying there um, to getting, you know, get it, getting stronger. And and, uh, and he couldn't speak, right? Fucking Steve Austin. No, he couldn't speak. He would he would speak I with his finger. Sock back to day one. He couldn't speak? Boom. No, I couldn't speak or nothing. I would just use my fingers. Oh, you, yeah. you learn sign language? Yeah. Well, yeah, with one finger. Oh, it was the index finger. It was either Pedro, yes Pedro or no. Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, yes or no. Then, then that was that was how we com- communicate with them. And when we started making them laugh, because you know, as a comedian, you know, you love to make people laugh. Yeah. And if you can get a, a laugh out of your son who's in a coma, then he would crack up, and that yeah. we would just keep trying to make him laugh. You know, so. Um, make them laugh. Make yeah, we, we, laugh. we tell them about my, my, my dad, you know, because uh, my dad had taken him to... Uh, Pioneer chicken? No, no, no. no. That's, an, <laughs> that's another story we'll get into. He's cracking up about... See, my dad lived in Wilmington, man. <laughs> what happened to Pioneer chicken, man? A lot of things, man. He got breast, breast and gravy? Cover your eyes, mijo. <laughs> no, I'll tell you the story. Okay, see, my dad had another... He's from wo- the old school. He had another woman, right? And he, he had another family. <laughs> Another family? Well, no, he didn't have any kids or anything, but he had this other woman. <laughs> he would just go stay in the room. Well, he had other kids, but yeah. not, not at that house. There. That was another family he had. He so. had another tool shed somewhere else, Rasa. <laughs> but that was his house where he was living over in Wilmington. But the story is, is uh, you know, he, he, was, he was fun. The kids always loved going over to, to Grandpa and, and hanging out with him. But, but he was kind of, yeah, my dad used to drink beer all the time. And he had, like, all these abandoned cars in his, in his lot, you know, where he lived. And when he ran he out of beer, he'd just open up the trunk and he'd have another eight-pack. Right Damn. Yeah, right. But why is there Tecate Schlitz? Light. Miller Light. light. That Miller was, Light. Uh, La Miller Light. And then Tequila Tres Generaciones. That was his. Damn. That's, Damn. yeah. Kept it real. Man, that was him, and, and it was fun, you know. But uh, the story about uh, uh, Pioneer Chicken, Pioneer Chicken, it, it was actually over on Avalon, and uh, uh, there was a uh, I can't even remember the name. I think it was the Albertsons uh, or Vaughn. No, it's probably I think it was Albertsons. But um, my brother took him. He goes, "Mijo, llámame a la tienda a comprar beer." So they went in his in this pickup, and and. Uh, <laughs> my dad, you know, could barely move, and he, and he tells my brother, "Go, go buy the beer. I'll wait right here." And then uh, my brother comes back. And he says, "Man, I went back. Dad's in the in the front seat of the truck, getting busy with a hooker." <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I got there too soon because he looked at me, goes, "Mijo, back on chicken. Go, 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 go buy some chicken." <laughs> like that movie, Hard Times. Huh? <laughs> For real, that fast. For real, <laughs> you got to get a hooker. Man, I, oh, down there, there's there, there's people that were, you know, this is back, this is back in probably late seventies, early eighties, or something. It was, 80s, George, 80s, it was yeah. Gerald Ford times. Everybody, yeah, no, it was it was times where people were crack was just kind of coming out, and people were like, you know, there's crack holes everywhere. Yeah, did that made a quick deal right there, man? Like he strawberries, man. Yeah, and my brother just cracking up and go, fucking dad, man. He's How old was your dad? Gosh, at that time he was already retired from uh, the construction trade. You know, he was he a laborer, but he wasn't retired from piping. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> but um, about pops, though, man, one thing is they never thought he was going to walk again, or they nothing, never right? thought he was going to walk or talk. So, so uh, it just started gradually. You know, it started with one finger and just nodding yes and no, and and. Uh, uh, just therapy and uh, and titties in the face at the strip club. 
and stubbornness. Well, you know, it, it's funny because when you've got somebody that's injured and somebody yeah. you love, you see, you're watching your child grow up. It's the same love you have for that child. Yeah. But now your son is injured, so if you're gonna you're gonna cry, man. And there was times where I went to work and I cried driving around, crying like a baby. But you wouldn't show it, you know. And, and I get a little choked up remembering it because, God, give me a sign, man. Give me a sign. Is he gonna be okay? And. So I get out of my car. I'm going to the ATM to get some money. I'm like, damn it, give me a sign. It's right there, Silver Lake and Glendale Boulevard at the ATM. And there's a signal light there. All of a sudden, this Volkswagen pulls up. And I get my sign. Some guy yells out, hey, Mondo, your son's going to be all right. And he drives away. <laughs> Shut up. I'm dog. not kidding, man. I look damn, over. It's, it's, it's Chris, who grew up there on the hill also, an older guy. And he was like a hippie, you know. And he goes, hey, man, you're just going to be all right. Just tell him to eat his food and everything. And, <laughs> and I'm like, God, God, you even sent the guy named Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, you know, Chris was cool because he was one of these old school hippies, hippie guys that had been around. But, he, you know, his family, the Cordovas, it was Chris Cordova. They were all from 22nd Street on the west side, moved over to, to our neighborhood, and, and they, they used to build lowriders and, and put hydraulics. But Chris was like the hippie guy. He was into rock and roll and playing. And, and uh, it's funny because he, he, he's the one that helped me get my, my first car registered. Oh, yeah? Because I got a 58 Chevy Impala Damn. for $35 from his brother Frank. Damn. He goes, sell it to you. Oh, you car builders out there. Came with no engine. This was back in 73, 71. Before it was cool to have cars. I was in high school, right? Before smart chicks. Nah, dude, I got a photo of that car. That's a badass car. No seatbelts in it. Badass car. It's called a baby Cadillac. Baby Cadillac? (laughs) Baby Cadillac, because that's what they look like Cadillacs. So, uh, you know, I got $35. I was working part-time at a body shop, and uh, but he goes, but the car's not registered. You're going to have to go track down all the owners. So I went to DMV and they gave me a list. Well, you got to go find these three owners that owned the vehicle previously. So I'm showing Chris, who uh, he said his last name wasn't Cordova, it was Jerubulus. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, What you need? I got to go track these people down and get their signatures that they're releasing the vehicle. Yeah? Let me see. It's all right. Give me a pen. He starts writing one. Okay. What's the next name? This. Okay. Here we go. Let me do it. Let's do a doctor's signature. We'll make it like this a little more fancier. So I ended up with three different signatures. And you're, when you're a dumbass kid who's like 16 years old, you're like, all right, cool. So I took a DMV. They looked at it and said, okay, here you go. Here's your just sticker. That's and, easy, man. Just like crossing the border, man. Yeah. It was like, you know, had the car registered. Just thought the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and I wanted fancy. rims, man. The rims cost more than the car, man. I got some Supreme mags with five twenties. Five twenties with tires make your car look low. Supreme mags, yeah, Supreme mags, man. And, I, and what color was the car? It it was primer. No, it was white, <laughs> white, and now. metallic blue, Whoa. like a metallic baby blue. Damn, fifty-eight gas gun. Fifty-eight, guzzler. man. It had a four hundred nine engine in it. Is that the car where you made pops? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, I just celebrated 40 years of marriage, and he goes, congratulations, Dad. I go, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and what's up with that uh, nickname that you have pops at the strip club? Crazy man. I don't know. One day I just happened to walk in there. I don't know. I don't know. The blue. I walked in there and just got that name. <laughs> I guess man, the hand went man, wild. Let me or tell you the story. I re- I remember. 
He goes, hey, Dad, it's your birthday, right? It's my birthday. I'm going I'm to take you out for your birthday. So he takes me to this strip club over here in Glendale off of Sam. Sapphire, right? Uh, that blue blue something? I don't know. It's Blue Zebra or that something. I went there one time with you guys. <laughs> blue Zebra. The Blue Zebra. Yeah, I think it was a Blue Zebra. Anyway, we go in there, right? He goes, I'm going to treat you. We go in there. The minute I walk in, one of the strippers sees Pops and yells, crazy man, crazy man. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess you've been here before, huh, son? <laughs> my, my name's in the wall right there by the lockers. Oh, dude, funny story. They do with password. Oh, fu- <laughs> funny story. My wife calls me all frantic. They've got Pops hostage. What? Yeah, that's what I said. What, what do you mean? What? What, ha- what, what, what happened? This, I don't know. I could hear noise in the background, and then they're holding his phone, and the lady is on the phone talking to another guy saying, yeah, well, he owes me some money, so... Uh, He's going to the ATM. I'm going to hold his phone until he brings my money back. Quite a few He's getting stories, robbed. She called, she called my brother-in-law, who's a, a deputy, and she's calling all over. Where is it? They're trying to find him. And I get home, and uh, she tells me what she heard. I go, oh, no. Nah, you know what? I don't know how I know this, but he's probably at a strip club, and he's going to the ATM machine to pay for the lap dances they didn't have enough money for because he probably the songs blended in. He got two or three songs now, and uh, he's, he's they're holding his phone until he pays them. So uh, sure enough, that's what it was. $60. Well, here's $60. Damn, bro. I hate no, when it throws no, an extra here's song Here's the funny in. story. The funny part is he walked, my, my wife and I are waiting for him to walk in the door, right? So what happens? He walks in all quiet, and he's going to L.A. City College. Um, was it L.A.C.C. Glendale. Or, or Glendale College? And when you're going to be a priest, huh? he, He's coming with his books and his backpack. He's walking in the house, and then his mom goes, where were you? No, uh, is that uh, is that the library? <laughs> she goes, see, sí, cabron, the library. <laughs> she went off on him. Get his chichis, cabron. Get his chichis. She gets the broom and starts dancing on like it's a pole. And she goes, yo te enseño chichis. <laughs> no, mom, scarred him for life after that. So, <laughs> yeah, the fool shows up good. and shit off. His face looks like they hit him with a bag of glitter. <laughs> Yeah. He did like a five-year-old art project. <laughs> I just went there for the buffet, man. Glitter. Yeah. That's it. They, they, they put glitter on you on purpose. Huh? Cocoa butter smell. Cocoa oh, butter. <laughs> so when you were working at that um, Paramount. Weld, welding shop? Welding shop? And then you went to Paramount to do pest control? Well, see, I was in high school, and I wanted to fix my car up, so first I got a job at a body shop. You went to school with Judge Ito? Yeah, he went to Marshall. I don't remember him. I don't oh. think we were in the same same class. They... But yeah, he, he went to John Marshall, which was it's funny because I had a black friend of mine, Stan, who uh, you know was a real good friend when we worked at Housing Authority. He uh, Housing Authority. Yeah, no, he go, he was looking at my yearbook. He came over and visited, and then he looked at the yearbook. Goes, man, your school is segregated. I go, what? What's that? He goes, look at all your pictures. There's different people from different races. Let me show you my yearbook. They're all black. I go, well, where'd you go to school? And he went something like manual arts, right? Yeah. And, and that's all there was. It was like only two Mexicans. The rest, it was was all black. He goes, man. You, and, and to me, I just, I don't know. I just figured all the schools were like that integrated. But no, it depends where you live. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Housing authority. Well, that's that's where we actually had a connection, man. That's, yeah. That's how I met Felipe because I was I started doing comedy in '93. So here we go. We took the long way to get back to '93. <laughs> anyway, Emilio Rivera was putting on a comedy show. He started acting and he was and he started doing comedy. So he hit me up. He goes, "I know you always wanted to be a comic. Do you want to 
uh, I'm putting on a show. Do you want to do three minutes? I'll help you. I'm like, yeah, 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 I do. So, you know, I did three minutes. He said, that was pretty good, man. Come back next month. I'm doing another show. We'll put you up again. So I did comedy for uh, for like two years, and then I didn't do anything, right? But when I got a job at Housing Authority, because I used to work at Paramount, so I worked at the body shop, and I worked at a welding place where we made uh, sculptures. And uh, I worked there for a year just out of high school, and, and I'd gotten married. So I worked there a year on my vacation. I went to work for Paramount. I worked there 15 years, and I went to work for the city at the Housing Authority. And that's where I, I, I started doing comedy in 93, and then... Um, I wanted to get into it, so I started seeing all these comedy shows, and Comedies Compadres was coming out at that time, remember? Yeah, KTLA. Yeah, KTLA had... had Jeff uh, this. Yep, and uh, I wanted to get into I comedy. I was host of that, no? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I started doing comedy first at work for luncheons or, or shows they had, uh, you know, and, and then uh, Gilbert Esquivel, I went to see him one, one time, and... Uh, you know, I, I I seen him at a couple of shows, and I walked up to him, like, hey, I want to get into comedy. And he's like, yeah, what do you do for a living? I go, well, I'm an exterminator. I kill roaches. He goes, I got roaches. Come to my house, get rid of my roaches, and I'll help you out. And so I went, put the magic gel in his house, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> He was impressed. He goes, "Damn, dude, that's that's man, that's all it takes." And he, <laughs> my wife don't even have to clean. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he was cool about it. He he kept his word. He you know we went over jokes. He goes, just, he gave me tips. He goes, you know, record yourself, save the good jokes. You know, shorten this joke up. And uh, same advice that uh, Emilio Rivera had given me. He'd kind of coached me through it. But at that time, Gilbert Esquivel was running, was hosting the Laugh Factory. So he says, "I'll get you on once you got." Um, you know, five minutes, or more like three and a half minutes. Yeah. And uh, I'll get you. Uh, I'll get you some stage time at at, at, uh, at the Laugh Factory. So when I finally got booked for it, they had a work newspaper that was going to go and cover the story. Right. So I get there, and I'm at the Laugh Factory, and uh, so I've got this camera guy and the newspaper guy, and. Uh, you know, went on stage and introduced me as this guy works for Housing Authority. And I run into Felipe, and, he, and, and he's in the, you know, when I get off stage, he goes, hey, you really uh, work for the Housing Authority? I go, yeah. He goes, because I live in uh, Pico Aliso. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've sprayed your house before, man. <laughs> <laughs> you did, man. 1634 East 5th Street, apartment yeah, one. Yeah, dude. And, My and, apartment right across the street from the main office. Yeah. And, and we took photos together. So I've got the original photo and, and yeah. newspaper clipping where Felipe I'm wearing and I, a hat, bro. Yeah, you were wearing a hat. And you were wearing like a, like a football jacket. You know, yeah, man. Sleeves. I was trying to look like Axel Foley. Yeah. <laughs> Felipe was cool as hell. We became friends then and have been friends ever since. And, I mean, this guy's a wild man. He's got some wild stories. <laughs> this guy, man. <laughs> it hey, was, remember when I showed up at that plane with you all fucked up? At the play? When we were, like, going to meet Fluffy, but I, was, I showed up to the in your car on the way to the, we were on the way to the airport. And I was fucked up. <laughs> I mean, fucked up. I don't know if you when remember. When we picked you up at four yeah. in the morning? I don't know. Yeah, where at? At over there, where we live with the Salvadorian, Cerote. Cerote. Uh, Alpha Dembi? Alpha Dembi. Yeah. <laughs> Felipe moved into the neighborhood after he, he left the projects, moved into the neighborhood. 
And I remember which one neighborhood was to another neighborhood. <laughs> I remember what that one was telling me. Twenty eight forty third MB, bro. He gave you a ride back from the haha, and you were all fucked up, and you're all they're gonna cut off my leg, Mondo. I have diabetes. You don't have diabetes. <laughs> hey, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I need to be hurting, bro. Yeah, that's when it was all. I don't know. You fucked it up before, and you twisted it again. Yeah. And it was hurting you or some shit. <laughs> you're gonna oh. be all right. <laughs> you don't yeah, have. Yeah, my diabetes. knee was hurting, bro. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. Well, I remember picking you up. I know. I know Gabriel came by because Gabriel at that. You know, we met Gabriel Iglesias. Um, I met him through Felipe because Felipe goes, "Hey, this this other guy, he's gonna hang out with." So we started hanging out together. All, all three of us would go eat after we hit the club, and, and we used to eat good. And we used to eat good. I mean, the first place we went to was a Thai place, huh? Oh yeah, Ocha. Yeah. Oh, was it Ocha or one? Yeah, of it was. Yeah. We met after the laugh. Actually, I don't know if it was the same night, but it was you and I, uh-huh. a couple of other comics. Juan Villarreal was there from yeah, Houston. Yeah. I don't know if he was there, but it was a lot of people. And then we went to one Thai restaurant that was closed. Then we went to another That's restaurant right. in Hollywood. Went to the Ocha. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, this food could eat, bro. This is this food like everybody already one place for. Now we're gonna order this. We're gonna order that. <laughs> and we ordered like three plates. And you ordered fish, and they had the fish you wanted, man. It was good. With that soup? That soup, man. Yeah. Seafood soup. A little flame? Yeah, man. It was like a little volcano there. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's, that's where we met. But Gabriel would come and pick us up because Gabriel started getting gigs, or Felipe got a gig. Hey, I got a gig. You guys want to go with me? Or and it was funny because Gabriel started getting these gigs, he, and it was funny because we would go with him, but we're like, "Hey, he's just a young fucking kid, right?" Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, "We're all just as equally as good, you know." <laughs> he might have got a gig, but we're gonna fucking tear it up, and it was a fucking strong lineup, man. And fucking Felipe, fucking featuring fluffy closing. I was the host, hope, opening, but uh, we would Gabriel would come pick us up so we could go in the airport to the airport. And I remember fucking Felipe just getting up. After about a half hour of us calling them, hurry up, fool, we're outside. Hurry up, fool, outside. Fuckers takes forever, right? He comes out, and he's, he, I don't know what he ate, but he must have eaten a dog with the fur on it or something. Because <laughs> the fucker was farting, and it was horrible. <laughs> I was dying, bro. It was horrible. Every time I farted, my stomach felt hot. It was uh, horrible. And I have to Are sit you sitting next behind to, me or next to me? I was sitting like one seat over, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to. Somewhere. You're at the window and I'm, I'm, I'm at the aisle, right? And he starts farting and ducks down and covers himself so it looks like I'm the only one in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> and it stinks. People are turning around looking at me like, nah, fuck, it's not me. <laughs> I must have been passed out. Dude, that's all. Yeah, you, you were passed out, man. That's the best way to fly is knocked out. <laughs> But crazy stories. I mean, I remember. So I, then it was in Corpus Christi, bro. So I'm running late, right? And this fool going like, goes into my hotel room, blows it up, and takes a mean ass dump, bro. <laughs> and they leaves it there, bro. They turn the heater up. Oh, so that, I, no, I remember. I so remember I go that in story. There, it's fucking hot, bro. It's more like the fucking truck stop, bro. <laughs> no, no, that was. Uh, yeah, I remember that. That was. Uh, Shoot, I think that was in, in Phoenix. Corpus, no? No, nah, that was in Phoenix. Phoenix. We flew out there. We were in Phoenix. And you you were into uh, wrestling masks and shit. Mil Mascaras or yeah. whatever. And Fluffy and I were sharing the room. You had your own room because you, you, you were like, okay, well, fuck it. I got my own room by, by myself. You, you two guys, you go to those stay together, right? <laughs> so he, he, Felipe's like, I'm going I'm to go to, I'm gonna go to my room. All right, see you guys tomorrow. So we'd always leave the door unlatched because we're walking back and forth on the same hallway, you know. Let's go see what fool's doing, come back. Well, this fool puts on a wrestling mask, and he's wearing blue underwear. And all of a sudden, 
he busts the door down and it goes ah <laughs> comes out dressed in a wrestling mask and runs out right <laughs> well the fool forgot to unlock his doors <laughs> he's in the hallway in his underwear with a mask <laughs> so later on he's like hey, i'm gonna go get the newspaper downstairs and uh so he went downstairs and i, I tell gabriel give me his key dude Let's pull a prank on Felipe. So I went to his room. I blew it up, put the heater full blast on purpose, didn't flush. And then <laughs> he comes back. We're, we kick back in our room, watch TV. And then all of a sudden, Felipe's like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. So he goes to his room, and the phone rings, right? That's Felipe. Fool. I think the fucking housekeeper came in here and took a shit and didn't flush. And it's fucking hot in here. It's <laughs> <laughs> on dog. For real, bro. I thought. That lady was watching novellas, took a mean ass shit, and just said, you know, fuck this renudo. <laughs> Ate some popcorn, eh? Oh, man. Hey, remember when um, <laughs> when uh, the first, first gig we went to, where it was three gigs in a row? It was me and you and Martin Moreno and Ruben Quintana. And we're in a van with Rodrigo Torres and Oh, Santa Ivan. Marina. Santa Maria. Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. That was one of the first gigs where it was like three gigs in a row for it. It was yeah, fun. Huh? It was fun. I remember I remember I was wearing a leather jacket. Remember that? Yeah, movie? trench coat leather jacket. <laughs> you were no, like the fucking it? Undertaker, bro. It was like they'd given me a, a jacket for my birthday that was leather, but it was so heavy. It was like a cow, right? Yeah, it was a cow. It was a cow. So we're driving, and, and all of a sudden, everybody's like, hey, pull over. We got to take a piss. And we're out in the middle of nowhere. There's cows over there. We're talking about cows. Cow, cow, uh, cow tipping Cow tipping right So I'm taking a piss Wearing a leather jacket And Felipe comes over And, and pushes me And tips me over <laughs> I thought you were a cow I saw the leather <laughs> so That was that time out. That uh, Bark at the moon Bark at the moon bro I always wanted to be In the back Martin Moreno Went crazy bro Listening to Black Sabbath Blaze it <laughs> in the pit over there at Iron Maiden. <laughs> oh, I remember going back to Santa Maria, and it was uh, it was it was Gabriel Glass. Fool, we did the prison, bro. Oh, I remember the. Prison, you were with yeah. them, right, pops? Yeah, he was with you did that prison with us, pops. Yeah, I think so. And uh, what, what was it, Lompoc? Lompoc, yeah. Yeah, you guys, the that picture where you guys all have your the shirts new off. Rock, yeah. Yeah, we did a show at the Lompoc State Penitentiary Prison for the guards, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he gave us a little tour of the fucking um, prison. And we were walking in the yard, man. I could say I walked the yard on Lompoc with guards. Yeah. Remember when we hid from Gabriel and that fool got all scared? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went upstairs like, all right, ditch him. and we're ditching. So, yeah, we went, to, we went through the hallway. And then Gabriel came out of the restroom. And we left him alone in the prison yard. In, like, in, in the weight room. In the weight room. <laughs> That who came out, man. Almost, uh, I almost know. shit in my pants. And what he wanted to do, they had a payphone right by the cells, you know, where all the cells meet. And he gets on the phone. He's trying to call his girlfriend at the time. And, and I go, what the oh, hell? yeah. What the hell are you doing? You idiot. These people can't use the phone. You're over here. I'm in prison. They're phone check. Yeah, he wanted to call his girlfriend. Hey, guess what I'm calling you from? I'm prison. in prison. Shit. Let's get the hell out of here. I don't want... <laughs> And they took us the yard, and the guy's like, yeah, these are the guys that run the MA or whatever. And we're like, what? And we saw Paisas. By yeah, themselves. and they are showing us the gangs, the, you know, the... the Little yes. hands with mirrors all he popping was, out. The black was, gorilla families over here. These are the, the mafia BGF, guys, and those yo. are the Paisas over there. And he was calling everybody sweetheart. Now, Wallace was that guy's name, remember? Wallace, yeah. Wallace, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, he looked, remember we showed up to that. He showed up. We, he took us inside that room where they sleep. And he goes, "Hey, girls. Yeah, how, how's my girls? He, he tell that to the end. And I'm, I'm thinking right now, man. Was he saying how are the girls that he's bringing in us, or was he calling them girls? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I'm gonna be calling them girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those the fucking prison guards could party, huh? Yeah, dude. They wanted to kidnap us, bro. They, that was it. Was fun, and it was like in their little. Recreation area at the with their little encampment. So you start doing stand up comedy, then Pops wanted to join the game, huh? He was hanging out with me, you know, but nobody. He, you were always him. taking them though. Yeah, about you know he. he Pops, you were always funny though. I guess so, cause I, I I went to junior college for a while, cause I didn't know what to do after high school, so I went there for a while, got got my associates, and I was. I was at home. I didn't know what to do. You're an associate, bro. And my dad started going out and do, doing shows. And I figured, hey, why not go and hang out with him? So I went. And that's where I ran I ran into you, Felipe. Oh, yeah? And you told me, hey, fool, you want to get into this? Come here and meet me at this place. I'll give you five minutes. And I'll write some jokes with you at this coffee shop. And boom. That's where it all started. Hell yeah, we're a couple Star of jokes books. for your ass, huh? Yeah. Man, you have to know, man, one time, like, I was uh, doing a show in San Diego, and there was nobody around. Nobody, man. Nobody was, was going <laughs> to want to go. It was, uh, it was like $200. Then I fucking called Pops. I said, man, this fool down? And this fool drove me all the way to San Diego. You did 20 minutes. They fucking loved them. And I remember we were driving home alone. I gave the microphone. Yeah. We were driving home alone, remember? Yeah. And I told yeah. you, and I whispered in your ear, Ray, I think one of our comedians friends is gay and he, he's driving going oh bro who and i said give me a kiss and i tell you fool we swerved up <laughs> I, I thought i was gonna run off the road yeah, if, if you never met, pep, met pops before you know he he can only like really use one arm you know so <laughs> driving the arm like door. a waiter yeah he has that little that little that little ball like a bus driver does and when he makes a little quick little rights it's like a little adjustment from the chiropr- chiropractor <laughs> so um, Pop started I remember Pop started Doing stand up comedy He was at every show Like a soldier Like remember We used to do yep. that Ronnie Dangerous joke That's He right. goes What we gonna do with Pops If Pops would say Put me in the show <laughs> Put me in coach <laughs> Yeah So that man yeah, So you've done a lot of shows Have right? you been Places Yeah You did get lo- Local comedy jam Mike Rogers Yeah thanks to Gabriel and Mike I got on there Bobby Bites Bobby Bites yeah, that fool. So you did a remember Mando? We just didn't calm those que loco shows. You would bring pops over all the time, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, the, ever since he was a kid, like I say, when 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 your kid is, is uh, hey dad, where are you going? I want to go with you. You know, he's always taking along with me, so I always took him with me. You know, and uh, even though he had a disability, nobody was giving him a job or anything. You know, he he hit you up. He goes, hey, I want to do comedy, and he's, all right, I'll teach you. So you taught him, and. Uh, he does pretty good, man. There's times where, where we, we perform together and, you know, we play off, you know. I got to give it up for Pops, you know. People look at Pops and then they see him walk and, and drive. And, and then uh, I tell him, you know, when I work with Pops, I get to drink and he drives home. And so, <laughs> so if we get pulled over, we both can't walk a straight line. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, he's, he's 
gets around. He probably he calls a lot of comics and does more work than I do usually. Yeah. Pops always on the internet, man. <laughs> Liking <laughs> shit. Give me a spot. Give me a spot. Joe Diaz going up tomorrow. Like. <laughs> so you were on Minor Mencia also? Yeah, for one. Episode? Yeah, for one or two. Would you do wrestle Brad Williams? Nah, man. Oh, they don't want to do it, huh? Nah. Because I, I wasn't around then. Oh, but they, you were supposed to do it then. On I the, guess on the, so. So they call it, you did Minor Mencia? What else you been on? Yeah. Um, Local Comedy Jam, Galavision. And the, yeah, and uh, that, um, I don't know if you remember that, was was Craven movie, um, Red Eye. Red Eye? Yeah, I was like um, a the passenger. Red Eye. You were a passenger in the Red Eye? Yeah. I just raised my arm like, yeah, we're, t- we're taking off. <laughs> but I didn't stab nobody. <laughs> oh man! Did you ever work together in a in a movie or the extras or anything like that? No, I don't think so. No, no. no. But that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was. Uh, it's so funny when you apply for some of these places. That, you know, for for your resumes and stuff. For like, will will you work for as a principal performer yeah okay will you work as an extra and i always write on the application for extra money <laughs> extra money don't pay shit though <laughs> it's only like 60 bucks a day if you're lucky you know so like, you're ah, lucky man just give me an apple give me give, give me they lie have no size work extra 200 bucks a day nah. it's bullshit pops used to work all the time bucks. and then he joined the union and they stopped calling him yeah yeah <laughs> I used to be extras too, man. I, I worked on a movie with my with my dad. We were extras in a movie for um, a Bruce Willis movie that was being shot in, in um, Grand Central Market, and our scene was me and my father are ordering tacos. Full. My dad kept ordering tacos the same way every time, bro. Because he thought, "No, come on." He be like, he look at me and go like this. No, come on now. You use the other hand, you know. See, come on. You have to do the same, right? So he'll be like ordering tacos. My dad started ad libbing lines. Hopefully, the fucking taco about gonna give him a little roll, maybe. My dad was My dad was looking at Bruce Willis. He's having a weddle. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then Bruce Willis, like, we're, we're in Grand Central Market, okay? They got, like, the butcher shop right there, and they got tongues of cow tongues, uh, like a cow head. And Bruce Willis looking around, he's, like, looking around going, yeah, man, we're going to have some tongue after. Right? Because he never seen tongue. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it gets oh. even cheesier, <laughs> you ever use a? You, you ever have to do a lot of stamps for envelopes? Just get a tongue, and you just lick the stamps and just put them on there like three stooges. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> so you work for the city, um, doing pest control also. Yeah, well, well I did at, at the house. And you went to Dodger, Dodger Games. I went to Dodger Games. <laughs> yeah, I was. You're a big Dodger fan from day one. Yeah, I mean, Raider fan still. I was a Raider fan back when Jim Plunkett was uh, was here. You know, like big Raiders Raider fan. Here. You used, yeah. to, you used to go to the Coliseum. Yeah, I went and I saw seven fights one time when they when they were just in our section just when they, when they played the Steelers. It was crazy. You were there that game when that Steelers got st- he he, wa- he walked around during that hour started flipping everybody off and they beat the shit out of him. The shit out of him. You were there at that game. I don't know. There's so many people got beat that day. You know, even the Raiders got beat. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it was funny because there was this guy in front of me, drunk, right? You know drunk people say some funny shit. Oh, at a Raider game, a guy was yeah. drunk? Wow, that never happens. Yeah, that never happens, right? <laughs> He's sitting in front of us, and they're bagging on this guy that's wearing a jersey from the opposing team, right? But then next to him, who's the person that's with him, is wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. And it says something about uh, oral something sexual escapades or something. So the drunk guy's looking at it and goes, yeah, whose dick did you suck? (laughs) (laughs) Drunk people say some funny stuff, man. They got into a fight over that? You know what? That person wouldn't even turn around. He was afraid of this guy because this drunk guy was like, you know. I think it was the Packers because the guy. I just remember the guy yelling, "Fudge Packers!" <laughs> <laughs> this is a Los Angeles Raiders fans. Yeah, man, and 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 it's. I don't know. I, I couldn't get into. Got into the Raiders when they moved to Oakland a little bit, but it just wasn't the same. I mean, you know, <laughs> they no. were down here. They'd come to the schools and visit. Uh, you know, Alessandra. I remember Doki Williams coming in there. She's a great um, talent. Glo- Gloria had uh, a. a a Raiders jacket, and he actually autographed it for her. You know, so it was cool. It, it was like the Raiders were here. Doki Williams. Jim Plunkett. And, Jim Plunkett. Yeah. And uh, oh, Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen, you say. Tell him what happened during that game, bro, when Marcus Allen didn't go in. Man, Marcus Allen, man. He was a badass player, huh? He was badass, but and, and on purpose. I'm like, how come they don't put him in? How come they put him in? Like, what game was it, Raiders? by the way? Because they talked about it uh, during the 30 for 30 about the Raiders. Well, it's something personal between it was something um, personal between um, Al Davis. Al Davis, right? Because he he pretty much benched him. He didn't even when they needed him, and he could have won the game score. He kept them on the bench on purpose, because I came to find out later. I guess uh, Marcus Allen had fooled around with one of his relatives, a niece or granddaughter, something. And he was married, huh? And and yeah, and and I think he'd gotten her pregnant or something, and and that was his way of like, he bought him out. Bought his contract out and didn't let him play. And that's what they didn't say on 30 for 30. <laughs> yeah. 30 for 30. I didn't see 30 for 30. Because Al Davis on the, on the I Raiders. I saw the Spanish one. 30, 30. No, on the ESPN 30 for 30 on, on the Raiders with um, Ice Cube. The one that Ice Cube They talk about the Ali Raiders before they left. And then um, Al Davis, he was still, um, he still didn't talk about it. He just took quite like, you know, that's. Even though Al Davis still have a, still has a big ass cold sore in his eighties, he said that's something between us that went down. Yep. Well, and then after that, he went to the Chiefs, huh, motherfucker? Yeah. And I went for the Chiefs too because I was like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna root for the Chiefs, man. Yeah. Marcus Allen. What's that other football player too? OJ. OJ Simpson. Yeah. yeah. He played for the Forty ers at the end of the career. Yeah. OJ. <laughs> on our old block. OJ actually did work. Yeah, you know, actually, OJ did live on our old block. Yeah, we're at. But it was a different OJ. <laughs> there was a black guy kind of looked like him. You know, everybody in the neighborhood, hey, it's OJ! OJ! Yeah. <laughs> and he drove a white Bronco. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Drunk guys on the neighborhood. <laughs> I remember my cousin Roger over there. That guy was always drunk on the block. Remember one time he was so drunk that the neighbors called me up and goes, "Hey, come get your cousin, man. He's 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 being a fool. He's fucked up. Come get him." So he was here hanging out with Fernando Valenzuela. No, dude, I I drove down at that time. I owned a '78 Mercury Marquis station wagon with the wood paneling, four doors, and luggage rack, and I had to go pick up my cousin. Right, I mean, Griswold over here. Right? So. <laughs> 
I go in this big old boat, right? I get my cousin. He won't get in the car, right? So we get my cousin, and we tie him up on the roof on the luggage wrap so he doesn't fall off. We tie him with ropes, and I drive him home like I went hunting, and this is my big, <laughs> my big deer trophy. <laughs> and he's up there laughing. He goes, ah, Mondo, you fucked up. Well, this cousin is the guy that you would see with uh, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Remember he was all famous? Security guard Roger yeah. got famous. That's, that's my cousin. He was the one I put up on the, on, the, on the top of the car, man. It's a small world, man. We live in a small world. Hell yeah. Yeah, it gets smaller and smaller, man. You run into people that they're just like, man, how the hell was I ever going to know I'd run into Felipe and he's, you know, big, big time star, like a big one, <laughs> one, one less comic standing or whatever. And, and uh, he even got in the... Kathy Griffin's face once. He goes, yeah, I'm funnier than you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that. I don't get yeah. Kathy, if you're listening, didn't say that. <laughs> said something similar. but you know. <laughs> He said, I can make people laugh in your kind of crowd, and, and you probably can't do that in my kind of crowd. <laughs> something to that effect. So what happened? Um, so your wife is... So you're married 40 years now? Wow, Pops, you mm-hmm. did it, bro. <laughs> his fault, man. Yeah, 40 years. Uh, my wife's half Mexican and half Chinese. She was raised by Chinese Mexicans. No way. So, yeah. From Chihuahua. From Chihuahua. From Chihuahua. Your wife is from Chihuahua or not Juarez? She's born in Juarez, raised in Cuauhtémoc, Chihuahua. Cuauhtémoc, Chihuahua. Yeah. And- so uh, a lot of the listeners... Are, are are going through the heads right now? Wow, no way, man! There's no Chinese people in Mexico. Yeah. But when do those Chinese people show up to Mexico during the were they, were they like in a part this of before, the railroad? Yeah, part of the railroad this that was in Mexico, huh? Yeah, they actually landed in in San Francisco because that was like a main port, and this is like turn of the century. Angel man. Island, right? Turn of the century. They, they I guess they came and they were following the train. The train tracks? Train tracks. That's where the word Work. Chink, chink comes from. Chink? Chink, because when they were working on the railroad tracks, you're chink, hitting chink. the spikes with the, the hammers, and it goes yeah. chink, 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 chink. And they use the Chinese people to do it, so it was chink, chink, chink. Why, because they, they work faster? Yeah. They were cheaper, too. Oh, yeah, They, right. they were the Mojados back then, you but know. They sh- funny that they shipped cheap, cheap labor from China, yeah, from right? China. They were bringing them in from and China. they were following the world. That's where that saying comes, you don't, have, you don't stand a Chinaman's chance in hell that he's going to get out of there in time because they would put him over to blow up mountains. They'd hang him over in a bucket with a rope with dynamite and they'd light the fuse and, and they, they'd have to try and get out of there before it would blow up. So they were like cheap labor that was expendable. So some of that comes from that. Who built yeah. the railroads? Fucking yeah. chinks. That's Chink, it. Chink. So anyway, the, the railroad went through Mexico as well. So uh, they settled in this, this little town that, that is now a huge city. And they're the, like the founding pioneers of, the, of that of that town. But yeah, I remember uh, my father-in-law. He, you know, asked me, "How do you say my name in Chinese?" And he goes, "That's easy. It's just two words. The first word is long. Oh, cool. I'm long. The second part is ha, long ha. Long ha. <laughs> uh, long ha means blubber in Spanish." He goes, "It means the same thing in Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> There's so a trip going down there. I went down there. That's a trip because like I'm like damn Chinese people in Mexico, and it's funny because they spoke. Fluent Spanish. That was their, like their first language. They spoke Spanish. Like, whoa, man! And What's your name, Juan? Chingao. No, no, they're funny because they say, well, 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 how do you say? They're your? Fongs. Yeah, the Fongs. And and uh, when I when they asked my my father-in-law, he goes, oh no, I, and mi nombre en español es Chulo. <laughs> chulo, Chulo. That's funny. Yeah, no, they they and he was he was actually uh, back in the. I guess in the 30s, my dirty 40s, sister no, in the 40s, yeah. Yeah, uh, like the golden era of movie making in yes. Mexico. He was, 
he started to get in, 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 as an entertainer, and he was he was uh, dressing up and doing some comedy and stuff, and and uh, tried to get into acting and stuff and theater. So that was one one of his things. So. So um, you yeah, met her here in LA. I met her here at um, John Marshall High School. Um, we were walking home from school with my cousin Roger, security guard Roger, and my other cousin uh, Julio. And we're walking home from school, and we see this short girl who was pretty good looking, and these two other guys walking home from school. And we're trying to ditch my cousin Roger because he was like the black sheep, but we were always trying to ditch him and mess with him. He's the one guy you'd always mess with and pick on just because you'd make fun of him. rock. But, yeah. (laughs) So we were trying to ditch him, and, and, you know, we kind of ran into them and talked to them a little bit. But the next day, uh, it was like the first day in one of the classes, and they had a fire drill. So when we went out to the fire drill, she was right there next to me. So I started talking to her. I go, hey, uh, did my cousin and I bo- you know, bother you or anything? She goes, no, 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 no. So afterwards, like, yeah, well, can I walk you to the uh, to your next class or whatever? And it was a fire drill. I thought she was hot, you know. So <laughs> what a gentleman, you know. <laughs> well, let me walk you to the apple machine. You know, we'll get an apple we'll split one. Chambelani. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of how that started. We used to walk home from school. And it's funny because we used to walk. It was two and a half miles to Marshall and two and a half miles back. So I would walk five miles every day. Damn. To, or junior high was two miles. So I would walk four miles every day when I'd go to. So I always walked. And then when, once I got in like the 11th grade, I got a car and I, I could drive. And, and then I started adding on weight, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing the five mile walk every day. <laughs> Did you tell me one time, Mondo was like, man, that's when I got fatty, when I started working for the city. When I started working for the city. <laughs> I went to the doctor. The doctor tells me, he goes, you're gaining weight. He goes, I got a job with the city. You know, what can I say? <laughs> so you're working, for, you're working for the LA City County? Yeah. How, how many hard workers do they really have? Hard workers? The ones that were on, on uh, um, working for the agency that were like <coughs> temporary. <laughs> They're trying to get in there. Oh, come on. I want a job. I want, I want benefits because that was my thing. I wanted to get in and get benefits so I could keep medical insurance for pops. And the rest of my families, because you know his, his. So you're doing pest control for the city, for the yeah, housing authority. For the housing authority, they had roaches coming out there. Roaches, roaches had roaches, but uh, it was pretty bad. Did you ever like take a day, take, take a lunch break, and go, go like to a Laker game or something? One time, we would spray these places, and they were so infested with roaches that roaches <laughs> would crawl up your legs because you're spraying them. They crawl up Fuck. your legs, your neck, all over you. Ah, so you this. Yeah, oh man, it's it's an awful feeling. And I remember going to lunch, and I'm eating a I'm at McDonald's and I'm eating a cheeseburger, and uh, I guess I had a cockroach in my pocket, right? So fucking men in black. I've already I've already <laughs> taken like two bites out of this thing, right? It's it's half gone. Fuck. And then a roach falls and lands right on the sandwich. I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna bite it now, right? So I go back to the counter and I say, hey, uh, look, you know, and I'm looking around. And I don't want anybody else to see. Hey, look, look at what I found in my burger. The guy's like. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you want your money back? No, I want another hamburger. <laughs> so I ate an extra hamburger that day. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you've been, you get bugs in the strangest places too, man. Because I wear I wear uh, straps on my knees, knee pads, just to keep them from crawling up my leg and having a ball, you know. So because you go home, take a shower, and take your clothes off, and then. Damn bug there! So. It's like a roach tourniquet. Yeah, roach <laughs> tourniquet. It exactly. used to uh, spray like you know Jordan Downs and those uh, those projects, right? Didn't you say you got shot at one time? Yeah, there? We drive-bys were, and shit when you guys were spraying drive-bys because they had been killing each other. They're trying to exterminate the exterminator. 
No, it, you know, and it's it's. What we gotta clean our house for, man? Roach is gonna come back. Why? Well, I, I like the way they described us. How about that? Do you still want that man? You're not gonna go in my room, are you? Oh, that guy. Oh, <laughs> that's that Jordan Down. What man. happened? Jordan bro? Down. This guy would always wear. He, he wasn't all there, right? He's, <laughs> it's Jordan Downs, bro. Jordan Downs, the man. Glass is half full, man. But but he would always wear like a sports Jordan jacket. Jordan Downs in South Central? Yeah, the, off of a Century and 103rd. The Century and 103rd. 103rd Watch Street, baby. 103rd Street, Watch Street. Band, Avalon, right man. See you at Lucy's. Man. This guy, every time we'd go to his apartment, we were going to go spray, and they send him notices to take everything out. We're going to spray it. Motherfucker didn't take shit out. He, he would take everything out, whatever, as best he could, but he never wanted us to go in his bedroom. He'd, <laughs> he'd, always, he'd always tell us, uh, 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 don't, don't go in there, okay? Uh, don't, don't go in there, don't, don't, don't go in there. Don't the old brother? Yeah, he was a little older, but, but he just, you know, he, he was, wasn't all there. Always had a suit on, you know? And, and not, not a... Like a dark suit, it was like a light colored suit, beige with checkered shirt or whatever, and and he just he wasn't all there, and he's like, <laughs> don't don't go in there, uh, don't go in there. And you're spraying, and all of a sudden he'd walk in, hey, don't go in there, all right, don't go. <laughs> One time, my friend Stan was like, you know what? This is about the fifth year we've come to this guy's house. Twice a year we would go in. <laughs> Hey, this I'm is going in there. Here. What no, I'm going in there. In See, there. what the hell is that? <laughs> got that bedroom, right? We go in there. Thing? He's got an ironing board and a stack of nudie magazines. <laughs> That's why he didn't want us to go in there. Don't go in school, there. brother. Don't go in there. <laughs> don't go in there. <laughs> don't go in there. So that's the, don't go in there, man. You, <laughs> what's the craziest gig you ever did, bro? Like before we go here. I, I did I, I did a winery one time in, in Gil, Gilroy. Oh, really? I did, I did that one. He was with me. Rodrigo oh, was with me. Yeah, oh, and they paid God, me. They paid dude. me with with wine. No way. Yeah, and I I got drunk. But they said we don't have the money. Uh, I got, we got drunk. We both got drunk. <laughs> we're getting driven home, and and we're like story of my life right here. Yeah, no, we, we go into a Jack in the Box right to get some food, and this fool throws up in the in the drive thru <laughs> And the lady at the at the the girl at the window is like, oh oh. She hands him a bucket of water. Go wash that. There's Rodrigo washing it off. It's because I crossed. Wine uh, throw up is horrible, man. I drink wine and then I drink scotch, dude. Like four oh, after the, that, and that's when I just fucking won. You know what? You know which wine story? Connery. Which wine story? <laughs> this will turn to Sean Connery after a couple of wines. Almond wine and then I have some scotch. <laughs> no, the funniest wine story I, 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 I that cracks me up. I wasn't there. All I heard was that. Felipe tore up a hotel room. We were just in that one right yeah? now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, San Antonio. Oh man, it had white carpet, and his manager at that time, Pat Buckles, calls him up. What'd you do to that damn hotel room? There's there's wine stains all over the floor, red wine. He goes, "Okay, Pat, next time I'll drink white wine." That was yeah. Houston. Though. That was like Aspen. That was the Aspen Comedy Festival. Working with David Brenner and the late David Brenner. Damn. Yeah, man, that was bad. Eh? Wow. Yeah, spill the wine. Stick so what's up, pops? You over there all quiet like a little soldier, like a security guard dog. <clears throat> you yep. gotta watch out for the roaches. You also spray the laugh factory, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The Laugh Factory of Hollywood, eight thousand one. Long Beach too. Eh? Long Beach too. <laughs> they had a problem a couple years ago, but the uh, t- what was the uh, that dude from Home Improvement? Tim Allen. Oh, Tim I was Tim at that Allen show. Is on stage, he said, buddy. You at that show? And the rat shoots across stage, buddy. We need to get the rat. <laughs> Tim Allen was on stage in a rap through by bro. I talked to a guest it. <laughs> J- J- Jamie told him come back in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you need more st- presents. <laughs> he said, put bigger ears. You'll be Minnie Mouse. <laughs> you need some white gloves. <laughs> oh, What's up, Pops? Any crazy phone calls you answer? <laughs> oh, man. How about, how about when you guys were on the road that one time yeah. and that lady from the library is, oh, my God, Armando, his voice. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, the, the owner, Mincy Shore, We'll call the office and she'll, she'll tell you. You order for a comedy store? No, no, yeah. Sa- Sandy Shore. Sandy, Sandy Shore, Shore, yeah, Sandy from Shore. the comedy store, yeah. From the comedy store. She tell my dad, hey, Armando, you have some drunk guy answering your phone. Yeah, she thought it was hilarious because we, we were, we were in, in Indio and she called us up because she was booking the gig out there. And uh, she calls up and she's telling us, oh my God, it's so funny. You have a drunk guy on the phone answering the phone and he was hilarious. Oh my God. I'm like, no, that's my son and he's disabled. He's, he's not drunk. He's, this is just the way he's been. Oh, he's funny. Oh my God, he's hilarious. No drunk guy, ma'am. <laughs> I get a lot of reviews on Yelp and one guy had actually... He gave us a bad review because he goes, yeah, well, the guy that answered the phone is some grumpy old man, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He's not grumpy. He's just the guy. just pops. Nobody else would give him a job, and I gave him a job. You're going to bag on him? Hell, go go take your business somewhere else, you know. At least I'm trying. Yeah, at least he's trying. (laughs) You ain't supporting him. Nobody else would give him a job. I gave him a job. Pops is trying, man. Yeah, so so there. Yeah, man. Go ahead, Pops. But then I go spend the money. At the strip clubs. Damn. <laughs> Go over here bending poles. Putting bugs in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, we have Pops over here. Thank you very much, Pops, for being here, man. We're going to be at next, bro. Uh, we can we find your ass. I'll be um, actually right there at Dave and Buster's in Arcadia. I'll be there doing the sh- a show. show. With who? With, um, what's that guy's name? <laughs> You're the main star, bro. We don't need his name. Just give us a date. Oh yeah, October thirtieth. All right, the day before Halloween, bro. Yeah. Yeah, with um, it's um Sebastian, Austin. huh? You don't want to say his name, huh? Austin. Oh, Mel Austin. Mel Austin, the clean yeah. show. The clean show. I know uh, Mel Austin. I just met him at the La- at the Laughlin. Comedy festival. He was yeah. asking over there, like, where can I find? How can I? How can I make sure the clean comments are clean? I said, well, what, how, how, how are you gonna know? You, you work with him? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, a, yeah he, he's, he's, a, he's a good guy. He does like clean shows. Cool cat. Yeah. I met him at the Laughlin Comedy Festival. He's a good cat. Yeah. He yeah. does that show once a month on Trevor Improv. Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. first <laughs> squeaky clean comedy is his card. Yeah, we did a comedy true. show at a church once, and, and he was booked Hallelujah. Too. Yeah, and and uh, it's a Catholic church, so they're serving beer and alcohol, and. <laughs> And bingo and forgiveness and <laughs> but it was it was funny because I actually you know said the f word while I was on stage and the priest just finished doing five minutes so like oh sorry father I'll do five hail marys but I met Austin he was there Mel Austin was there and I had met him before at other places where uh, he was we were kind of doing open mic before and uh, so yeah he's a cool cat so we're gonna be at next Mando. 
Pleasanton with Felipe that's, that's right, yeah. It's part of Felipe's world. Eh? Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. I don't get booked that much anymore. I'm too busy usually killing Hey, you know, that's the whole world. Bro, I remember, bro, you, two, you and I, bro, we, you, me and you, Mando, we used to fucking bootleg the shit out of our CDs, remember? No kidding, man. And you used to fucking make your CD look like an oranges. Yeah. You used to had to, had who had wants to buy an orange? Who wants to buy oranges? Now, fool, how about we used to put on the KFC hat, dog? Ah, <laughs> oh, the, the... Remember the, the, uh, that the, shit was uh, hilarious, oh, dog. Oh, the... the uh, the, the liner to go hit, the me trace. and I will go hit a bowl, bro. We'll be hiding on the table laughing, bro. One more time, they don't make those things anymore. Eh? They don't, they don't make, they don't I, make have, the I have a bunch. I made a copies and I have them in my file. So I got them to cut them out. Do it as a KFC joke, bro. <laughs> I would do it in Spanish. Hola, I'm probado mi pollo. <laughs> Yeah, people, Mando will put on a KFC hat and do chicken jokes. Yeah. Yeah, the, cur- the colonel died recently. They buried him in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I take it back. They cremated him. He's extra crispy. Nah, fool. You used to say, they, used to, they used to say, hey, how do you catch a unique rabbit? Unique up on him. <laughs> A dolphin style over here. It's a dolphin one, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> dolphin style. It's kind of like doggy style, but if you hit the wrong opening, she's gonna go. Aah! Hey, bro! I heard that you were in San Jose doing the fluffy show and doing do the roller coaster. They couldn't find your ass, dog. Oh really? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> And Mando! But you know, the, the funny thing Mando. Was, was, is... Be, be Mando! Ready. Mando! 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 Oh, fool! Dude, one time, dude, this is fucked up, man. Having we, fun! We were fucking Fresno, California, and Gabriel Iglesias was on stage, uh, and it was already like one hour on stage. Stretch! It's getting to 30 minutes, one hour and 30. Me and Mando were going to go party. We put a homeless guy on stage to grab him off the oh, stage, remember? we did, yeah. Fuck! Yeah, he was going to do the lottery. He goes, and bring up Mr. Mando Cosio. And I push, and right before he goes on stage, the drunk guy, nah, uh, nah. How, how much money are you going to give me? I'm going to give you $10. Oh, my God. Nah, get your fucking ass out there. You're going to go get on stage. You pushed him out there. Yeah, he pushed him. He wanted more money. He, he was trying to get more money out of it. Get your ass out there, man. Dude, he was a homeless guy on the street, dude. Exterminate your ass. And it was funny because after he got off on stage, he went to the lobby and they tried to kick him out. They go, no, no, no. I'm a fucking star now. <laughs> yeah, fool. You were me and beer. Mando went outside. He was outside trying to be funny. And me and Mando brought his stinky That's ass why Gabriel don't have you there. Because you used to yeah. interrupt his set all the time. I fucking. used to always interrupt his full set Dude, when it was too one long. one time we are in Corpus Christi. It's a theater, right? And they have all these props around. They have swords in the back. So Fluffy's doing his act. Me and Felipe start sword fighting in the background. And we're pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go across the stage one way, across the stage back the other way, sword fighting. He's like, what the fuck are you these guys the, doing? It was real swords. You could go. <laughs> so I think one of us hit our hand or something. Ow. <laughs> we did the same thing to Paul Rodriguez one time. He was on stage, man, and Gabriel showed up, and we put on the fucking Beatlemania wigs on. <laughs> we fucking stretched them out, too. <laughs> man. Yeah, man. It was fun having you, bro. But you got anything oh. to say? Tell us right now. If I have anything to say about what? Anything. Man. But yeah, that's a good road, huh? It's been good times, huh? Yeah, it's been good times. We've had some good times, great times, funny times, man. Never forget those days we used to pl- watch the Lost at your house and shit. Oh, Survivor! Survivor! Survivor My bad, Survivor! 
How fucking boring was that, right? How about Kung Pao Chicken, man? Kung Pao Chicken, bro. Remember one time we were playing, one time, man, we were playing Pictionary with Pops, man. I had fucking Pops on my team, me and Gabriel. And fucking Pops was drawing, man. And we were just throwing out anything because some of his drawings didn't look too good. It was all stick, man. Stick figures. And then Gabriel yelling out, swimming pool, lunch, boat. Popsicle. Popsicle. And then Pops said, come on, bro, think, think. <laughs> Come on, oh, man. The funniest one. We're fucking playing. Remember, Mondo, we were playing dominoes, and you had Tony Sanchez in your in your team, right? And me, and I had Gabriel. Ugly and, ass and then, Tony. And then you said, uh, and then and then you said, "Fucking Tony, man! You you let them cheat on us, bro. They've been reading your dominoes off your forehead because <laughs> his forehead was greasy." Oh, huh? <laughs> uh, give me ten. <laughs> That's what you do. Remember, we used to go to that breakfast place. You took that fool's bread. <laughs> when the Harbor House. Harbor House. Harbor. Oh, yeah. that's one of those fools that doesn't like anybody touching his plate. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He and then you just hear him blow wind. Go. <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't gonna eat after that. All right. I know. Huh? So you don't want the eggs either. <laughs> Good times, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Remember, remember they banned us a while? Remember they kicked me and Rodrigo and Alfred from Ordonez. Ordonez, eh? And then we went back. I'll try to be cool one time. And then all, you too, the Alfred. He's all, you? Yo? Yeah, you too, dog. Oh, dude, I remember when you got kicked out of the club, out of the hotel over there in Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, because he had a party going up there. <laughs> he had a party. And, and they ended up at the Motel 6 somewhere. Yeah, old, old Ooh, Indian man. School Road. Yeah, he's on the phone going, Fool, I can see the hotel from here. I'm over here. There's fucking nothing but crack and uh, crack holes around here and, and thugs, man. <laughs> we didn't sleep at all. We didn't sleep at all, bro. <laughs> you know, the bad Motel 6, man, they had a basketball but they had a basketball court, man. That's oh. how bad it was. And paper-thin walls, dog. Oh. That was a bad time, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Remember, I, funny, the funny, bone. funniest thing that cracked me up is is when I sleep at night, I, I, I wear a CPAP machine, so I got this mask. Oh, yeah, the, the snoring the machine. Yeah, this, yeah, I remember Felipe's walking by and he's bringing somebody over and he goes, Be careful, my dad is on life support. No, and then I'm asleep, right? And these fuckers are blowing pot inside my machine. And it's inhaling all the pot and blowing it into my mask. I'm like, <laughs> they're yeah, getting me, me high. Me, I've been in Gabriel blowing smoke inside his mask while he's sleeping. <laughs> that was in the we Matrix. We got up hungry that morning, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know the smell didn't go away. I'm sorry. Man. It started taking it's, bread. It, 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 it got stuck in the field. And I, 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 oh. That smell was there forever after that. You were snoring, bro. Like before that machine, bro. You were like tearing down fucking long jaw. I, How bad was your dad snoring, bro? He was snoring so bad the paint would tear off the walls. <laughs> It was bad, bro. No, I remember this fool with Visalia. He goes, "Were you snoring so loud? Your the curtains were were flowing in every time you inhaled." <laughs> Ooh, my dad on life support, dog. <laughs> very quiet. That's my dad on life support. <laughs> I like that. It's cool. <laughs> Starting to wake him up, smack him with a pillow, huh? Oh Dude. my god. 
full Herbert dog. Charlie's full. What happened when we were doing that show? Me, you, and Gabriel with Patrick DeGear and a man having a heart attack right in front oh of you guys. Oh my god! Fuck. He's treating us to a steak dinner, right? And all of a sudden, this guy starts to have a heart attack, and he's on the floor, and he's like, everybody's panicking. Basically, bro. three feet away from us, and the the paramex that we're gonna we've got we're at the table. With steaks, and we're looking at the guy, and I'm like, I can't eat. Gabriel and Felipe are like, I can't eat either, man. And then Patrick DeGear is just eating away. You know, it's like, well, fuck, I can't see. I'm blind. <laughs> oh, dude. He starts tearing up the steak, bro. Scandalous. Oh, but yeah. And I remember uh, the guy that was taking us around, he was a school teacher. And I remember what Felipe told the guy because the guy's confessing to us. He goes, "Yeah, he goes, yeah, I'm, you know, my life's kind of getting back together. I, uh, I tried to commit suicide." And Felipe looks at him. He goes, "Loser! <laughs> <laughs> what a loser!" <laughs> What he say? Though? The guy just kind of like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you want to chase the monotony of the conversation, bro? <laughs> oh, it's a hey, fool. When somebody brings up suicide or like, remember fool that one dude Joey from Tampa, and then they all those dudes raped my sister. All right, dude. Like, all right, dude. all right. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. You take your Molly and go home. <laughs> it's like if at first you don't succeed, don't try Russian roulette. <laughs> Well, man, you're a, it's great having you, Armando oh, Cusillo, as a guest thank you on for the me. What's Up Food podcast. Yeah, man. And don't be a stranger. We might, we'd love to have you back, even as a oh. co host, bro. Oh, I'd love to. What's up, Pops? Over what's here, up, man, bro? looking like a gangster. Fucking pleasure, man. Pleasure to have you, bro. Pops, where can they find you on the internet if they want to um, look for you? Look me up at um, Manyoso.com. Sunnybrook75. Sonny Brooks. Sonny Brooks. Sonny Brooks at AOL.com. Also on Pops, I follow um I follow well, I follow him on Twitter, on. so what we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. shoot you a link. Are you on Instagram yet? You get involved in a selfie yet or what? No, but I'll try it. Alright. I'll try to get on there. Yeah, so look go- me up at Pops Coast Hill. Dot com or dot com. Also he'll be at David Buster's October thirty. What city? Arcadia. Arcadia with Mel Austin. Right on. Well, you can look look me up at uh, Swinging Chile. Still Swinging Chile, Still bro. Swinging Chile. Who got you on Instagram, bro? Felipe. Did. I fuck Felipe. yeah. The only, the, the only thing about Instagram that I, I can't get used to, and that's why I don't go on it too much, is my eyesight is not what it used to be. So I can't zoom in Same on the here, photos, bro. man. I'm like, damn, I hate this. Same here, bro. <laughs> I got me glasses to read now. Yeah, so I got Yeah. But yeah. So what's up, man? How's your health? You beat diabetes and all that shit. Nah, man, you don't beat diabetes. <laughs> That's my inheritance. That's what man. you said. You tell that joke. Like, I'm gonna diet diabetes. I'm gonna t- <laughs> that new diet diabetes. Yeah. No, it's uh, I uh, <laughs> I saw a good looking girl. I told her, hey, you need a sugar daddy because I got sugar diabetes. <laughs> Don't go in there. <laughs> Don't go in there. <laughs> so, so, Rodrigo, man, what's it like working with these guys? Cool as fuck, dog. Mondo's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met, dude. Seriously, on the real, man. Just smooth. I only seen you piss like twice, dog. Yeah, and that was usually because of Tommy. Tommy was, <laughs> Tommy was the funniest worker. Fucking Mondo! 
He was just like, he had the, the worst grill that you ever saw. We even told him, how come we don't go get your teeth fixed? The when he bites, bites, when he bites that, the apple, look at three people bit it. That's him. That's him. Yeah. It was blood on one. Thomas, man. But he was, oh, man. Great white teeth, man. <laughs> hey, he's funny, though, dog. Remember the Ray Charles, the, the blind dog? Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm at this house, right? And I'm doing work at their house. I'm fixing these openings to keep the rats out. And he comes to help me. But the dog they own is blind, right? So the dog is walking around the house, and he's blind. Sunglasses on his shit. So all of a sudden, uh, Tommy walks in, and he goes, oh, no, I'll stay out here. I go, why, Tom? Come on in. He goes, no, I don't want Ray Charles to bite me. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. He'd say some stupid stuff that was funny, man. Before I go, before you go, man, I just want to say that that I remember that one time, man, that we were all going to go to Dodger Stadium in your car, and we were fucking deep. That we had Rodrigo, we had me, we had my son Philip, your your brother Hussein, we had pops, we had Gabriel Iglesias, we had Ivan in a car. We get there sold out. We said, "Fuck it, we we would have got kicked out." We were so it was was so we were so deep that we probably would have got kicked out of the game. Oh, too bad. Yeah, too bad we didn't know Theo then. I know, right? Theo would have got us in there. <laughs> yeah, man, we're definitely going to go to a Dodge game together, man. I still yeah, sit in dude. Pavilion. Next season, though. Next yeah. season, bro. Dude, I'm down. I'm down. Hell yeah, bro. I can walk there from where Fucking I Fucking opening day, though. Helmet weekend, bro. Helmet weekend, bro. Your mom is so ugly, bro. She went to Helmet weekend at Dodger Stadium. They gave her a construction helmet. I went on, on uh, Helmet weekend, but it was... They were like yellow buses, and the kids had helmets. But I, I guess it was a slow game. <laughs> right, Pops? What's up, Pops? Tell them, Pops. Yeah, you're slow. I saw a couple classmates, too. <laughs> no, but, yeah, Dad, you're slow, man. Oh. <laughs> 20 lady, man, looking for a guy with a pension, man. We're here yeah. to get Pops. Uh, uh. Yeah, but I, I want to hook you up with this disability. Disability, disability check. Cause I can't qualify for that. He's not disabled. He's able. But I'll get you in that luck. Just <laughs> a little piece. Oh my god! The secret side hand. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Thank you very much to Armando Cosillo, old friend of mine, man, from the. The first time we did comedy, man, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about, but we'll get to that some other time, man. Cause we have a lot of shit, oh, huh? a, lot a lot of, of history, huh, bro? I mean, a lot of these stories we just touched on and then yeah. we moved on. We like, moved on. I mean, I remember somebody actually met me one day and said, I finally got to meet the last guy in the car. <laughs> <laughs> remember Z? Z? Yeah, she goes, I met Felipe, I met Gabriel, and I met Martin, but I had never met you, and you're in that story about the Hummer. I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's a true story, man. Hell, yeah. That's a true story. Felipe Fuck, fuck him out of nowhere, that, huh? That, that man. Yeah, that man. That's how they funny. do it, dog. Oh, that was funny because because the, the way you started messing with that cop, man, that saved his ass. I know, because he was going so fast, and he opened up the, as soon as he opened up the door, I just looked at him like, all stone to that cop, and I said, yeah, we were just testing out the tires. He was just yeah. testing the tires off. He laughed, set. and then gave up, turned on the bad boys, bad boys. Yeah, he goes, give me that CD, put on, put on bad yeah, boys. Yeah, so he laughed at that. He, when he was going around, everything, man, I can't believe we didn't get a ticket. We're going 90. Officer, you know, we got pulled over in Tijuana, and they didn't have a computer. They had an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they had a Rolodex with my name on it. 
Yeah. So what's up, fool? Rodrigo Torres, man. Let us out, bro. Give us an impersonation of Mondo or something and pops. Hey, man, get out of here, eh? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's up, fool? Thanks to everybody here. Rodrigo Torres, co- yeah, co-host, um, Pops Jr., Armando Cosillo Jr., very funny guy. Check him out wherever he goes. Anybody looking for a clean comic to book, these guys are clean, man. They're the real deal, people. Real deal. And you got one of the guests, bring in Pops, man. You know, he'll, he'll talk to little kids, man, yeah. that, about, about anything, about head trauma. He's a good guy to hire yeah. to talk about kids that oh, yeah. life does get better. Move on, motherfucker. If life throws your lemon, you make lemonade or squeeze that shit. <laughs> or if you get uh, held by um, strippers, you go to the ATM machine. You go to the ATM machine, man, and you give her the yeah. fake phone, man, the, <laughs> the prepaid. Yeah. Just hope life doesn't throw you lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fool. We're out of here, man. Oh, I also, um, if you got any pest control, what they hit you la, up at, bro? La cucaracha pest control. La cucaracha pest control, man. La Look it up on Yelp. Look it up on Yelp, man. They got a good review. We got like 80 reviews. 80 reviews. Oh, that a couple of them are bad, but that's Rodrigo's fault. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, I'm man. No, Barry found me. <laughs> It's Tommy, man. Real well, man. It's Tommy, man. All right, fool. Thank you to our producer, Lisa O'Daniel, everybody Lisa. else. All things comedy. Everybody. Late. Peace out. Peace out.